Fellas, you are listening to the Gird Up Podcast. It's a Monday, which means this is a Man Talk Monday, and we're going to get into that Man Talk in just a second. We got a good one for you. But before we do that, I can put a cup. <laughs> I have to put a couple of plugs. And fellas, uh, if you are not following us on social media, you got to go do that right now. We're on Instagram and we are on Facebook. Go follow the Gird Up Podcast, like us, subscribe, whatever you have to do. If you're not subscribed on your podcasting platform, so either on iTunes or Spotify, you need to go subscribe to us there. If you're on Pippa, good for you. If you're listening on your internet browser, you need to get a smartphone. I love you all, but you need to get a smartphone. Now, as we move toward the podcast here, uh, there's two things you need to do uh, after that. You need to go onto the Facebook community. You need to join the Facebook community. It's a community of believers chasing after Christian manhood, um, genuine Christian manhood in the modern world, which is not an easy thing to do. It's a forum where you can either ask questions tell stories. Um, it's a good place to build friendships and relationships with other men who are going through the same things you're going through. Then you're going to go um, on to Patreon and you're going to look at what we got going on there and then you're going to consider, if you have the if you have the financial means to do so, you're going to consider supporting this podcast. Right now, uh, it does cost us quite a bit of money to put the podcast together and get it out to you, but we don't charge you for it and we promise that there's never going to be a paywall that we hide behind where you have to pay to get the content. Any man all over the world, any man or boy who wants to learn about being a Christian man can listen to our podcast for free. Um, but that do- does cost us money. Right now, we're footing the bill ourselves. We would love to be self-sustaining. Um, we would love to be able to do this um, with more professionalism. Uh, and the way that we do that is going to take a little bit more money. To- it- there's just uh, monthly things like paying your fees to be on iTunes and Spotify, um, paying the-, the uploading fees and all that kind of stuff. And then the social media costs a little bit of money, too, um, just to get put together professional stuff for you to look at. So um, all that costs money, and there's more things and more adventures we want to go on, meetups and camps and that kind of stuff that we got to get to in order to get to that. That stuff all costs money. So if you would consider supporting the podcast financially, the place to do that is on Patreon. Go find us on Patreon. The last thing I want to talk about is the opportunity to put an ad on our podcast. If you want to sponsor an episode, either you can talk into a microphone and tell us what your uh, organization or company does, and you can sponsor the episode. Otherwise, you can give me something to say, and I'll talk about your organization, uh, make you sound good, share it with the people that listen to our podcast, and let them know why they should be working with you. Um, If you would like to do that, if you want to be a sponsor of our podcast, you can buy one show at a time or a bunch of shows at a time, all that kind of stuff. Contact me via email or you can find me on social media. Let me know what you want and how you are willing to help men all over the world find the Word of God and live out lives of genuine Christian manhood. With no further ado, let's get into the Man Talk Monday today. Have a great week, guys. I love you. You are listening to the Gird Up Podcast. To gird up is an ancient way of preparing oneself for hard work or a battle ahead. Our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and to live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers working hard to become the men that God created us to be. Now it's time to roll up your sleeves and let's get to work. I'm Charlie Ungemach. And I'm Jason Fry. And you're listening to Man Talk Monday on the Gird Up Podcast. Man. <laughs> Today's word is self-education. It's hyphenated. It's a, it's a compound word? No, compound words aren't hyphenated. It's a hyphenated. It's one word. Just 
believe us. It's one word. <laughs> so it's you know what self-education is. It's education of yourself. So instead of reading Webster's definition today, we're going to read the first few, the first seven verses from Proverbs. Proverbs chapter one, verses one through seven say, "The Proverbs of the Psalm of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, for gaining wisdom and instruction, for understanding words of insight, for receiving instruction and prudent behavior, for doing what is right and just and fair." For giving prudence to those who are simple, knowledge and discretion to the young. Let the wise listen and add to their learning, and let the discerning get guidance. For understanding and proverbs and parables, the sayings and riddles of the wise. The fear of the Lord is beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. So, self-education today. Self-education. Well, I'm curious to think of what what is the first thing that pops into your mind when you think self-education? Reading books. Reading books. What kind of books? All kinds of books. <laughs> like comic books. Yes. <laughs> Reading as much Garfield and Hel- Kelvin and Hobbes as I can. And then following it up with uh, comic, like action heroes, too. Oh, absolutely. Right? If you want to learn how to fight, the best way to do that is to read about Superman. Well, I just, I think there's there's a... I think sometimes self-education gets uh, – because I, I like I like self-education. I like that term as opposed to, like, self-help. <laughs> yeah, well, see, but you, you know what I mean. You educate yourself without being, like, self-helpy, too, you know? Right, but, like, I, but I'm, as far as, like, our as far, as far as like our culture goes, like, self-help to me sounds like, you know, like the Joel Osteens of the world, right? Like, you, yeah. you know, like, where – you are you be all that you were meant to be. You are special. With just more teeth, right? Yeah. Like you gotta have Jesus, right? <laughs> give if you just give to Jesus, he will give back in a new mount. Jesus, right? Um, you that's need your own show. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like that's what because self education in my mind is is you are taking an intentional effort to sharpen your skills, right? Like you are, you are, there's like a passion that you're pursuing or there's something that, there's something that's driving you to become better, right? You know, so to me, like self-help is like the book that's sitting on the top of your toilet at home that you read while you're going to the bathroom. You know what I mean? Like it's just something, it's something to read to like make you feel better or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, Cause a self-education, like I said, for me, like without repeating myself, is you you just want to be better, right? Like Christian men, like we we encourage each other to be in the Word, right? Because that's going to make us better, right? It's going to make us um, more spiritually ready to handle right the struggles of this world, right? Um, if you're if you're in business, you're reading a book that's going to help you be a better businessman, right? Um, if you're a husband or father, there are books out there that educate you on how to be better in those areas, right? Not just to make you feel better, I guess. So one is actually being better, and the other, I think, is referring to just feeling better. Yeah, I actually regret my answer already, just reading books. Cause I think you it was should. Too, <laughs> I, think it was too, I think it was too narrow. Because what, what, what I really think of when I – there's a phrase that comes to mind is this idea of a relentless pursuit of wisdom and knowledge. And so wisdom and knowledge doesn't just come from books. Books are a great source, a vital source of wisdom and knowledge. Um, but you can also, I mean, the interviews that, that we do, that's like, that's really the basis of the interviews is, is to glean wisdom and knowledge from uh, other men. And then like 
your experiences are should be actively teaching you different things. So like when you talk about being a better father, yeah, you can read books about being a father, but one of the other things you have to do is you actually have to listen to your children and watch. Like, so that made them upset. That made them happy. This worked. This didn't work. Ah, spankings don't work with this kid, but they do with that. Like all that kind of stuff. You have to be actively like thinking and, and remembering and cataloging that information. And that's going to also add to your wisdom. Um, and, and I love, if we, if we look back into the, this is verse four of, of the Proverbs that I read, um, let the wise listen and add to their learning and let the, the discerning get guidance. Uh, like there's never a point where you're going to have enough wisdom, you know, like you're never going to quite know enough. You're like never, if you're, if you're never going to arrive. Yeah. Like there's never going to be a point where like, I learned everything I need to learn. Like you can be laying on your deathbed and there's going to be something where you're like, yeah, I wish I little, knew a little bit more about that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's probably going to be heaven, <laughs> but, <laughs> or, but you know what I'm saying? Like there's never a point where you've gotten to the, you've gotten past learning and knowledge. You no longer need to grow. Um, and, uh, like I, I just, I, I, somebody ta- told me once that the, that reading books is like sharing in the collective wisdom of thousands of men over thousands of years. Yep. And um, I think that's absolutely right. But you also have to think about the spoken word too, like going down. So if if you want to get better at something, what's the best way to do it? You can read a book. You can watch a YouTube video. But what's the absolute best way to get better at something? To go find somebody who's really stinking good at it and have them teach you. Absolutely. And I, I think one step, I thought you were going to say it. You, you had that, that, that look in your eye, like you're going to say it. I, you have to actually go do it too, right? Like, yeah, you like, have to do it. <laughs> right? Like, um, you know, you can aim, 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 but eventually you're going to have to fire, right? And, um, you know, this kind of goes into the whole idea of what's your, you know, what, what's your perspective or what's your feeling about failure, right? Like, being self-educated means that you read something, you put into practice, you either succeed or fail. Either way, you learn from the experience and, and you adjust for next time. There was, I read a poem once. I don't remember what the poem was called, but it was, uh, it was about the kid who was the quickest draw in the West. And he, uh, you know, it didn't matter what was going on, didn't matter what the argument was, he was the quickest draw in the West. He never had to fire a shot because he was the quickest draw in the West until one guy was ballsy enough to actually pull the trigger. <laughs> <He's the second. laughs> he didn't know how to shoot. He didn't know how to shoot because he was always the first. He always had to get out first, and so nobody ever shot at him. Oh goodness! Yeah, so the idea of if you don't ever actually do, like you can threaten to, and you can say that you are blah blah blah, but until you actually go out and become what you say you are, or become what you're going to be, you know, there's there's doesn't matter how smart you are if you can't do it. So that's part of that's part of your self education too, is the actual carrying out of the task. So, like, like for example, I, I, right now I'm reading, I just finished reading uh, A River Runs Through It, where they're talking about, like, the whole book is about, like, one part of the book, he's, he's fly fishing, another part of the book, he's working at a lumber camp in northern Montana, and another part of the camp, he's in uh, some forest preserve in, in Wy- no, in Idaho, working as a forest ranger. And so, I can read all kinds of books. And now the one I'm reading is uh, Last of the Mohicans. So half the book is just talking about how they survived in, in the wilderness. I can read all those books. And for Christmas, my roommate gave me a book called The Bushman's Guide or something like that, or Bushcraft. <laughs> like, I can read all those books. I can be an expert on all those books. And I'm still going to be a novice and a fool if I go out into the woods all by myself and try and survive. I, you have to actually go out and do it. That's part of the wisdom and knowledge is actually following through. <laughs> right, right, and it's it's like a it's a I don't know if you can relate to this, but it, you know you can love the idea of doing something, 
right? And you want to learn learn as much as you can about it, and you learn and you learn and you learn. But it's just like you said, like you can get all these books on how to survive in the wilderness, but you if you never go out and yeah, into the if you, if you never get off your couch, um, you you won't be able to actually experience it or actually you know live through that and and and, uh, and learn from it, right? Like, and that's what I like about like self education is is you you learn about it whether whether it's through another person or it's through a book or you take in information and then you go test out that information. All right, does that work for me? Right? Okay, though that does work for me. Okay, like it would work for me if I did it right. Okay, let's go. Back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like let's go back. Let's yeah. go back and try that out. Like, um, you know, right now, you know, right now, I try, I try to read a marriage book or or, or um, read a leadership book, and a lot of times I, I like reading about those things, but oftentimes it's like, oh. I should maybe put some of this stuff into practice, right? Or actually, you know, if, if I'm reading something or listening to something, it's like, I should maybe like take notes on this so that, you know, it's like, so it's not, the goal isn't just to finish a book, but to maybe learn something from it and actually put it into practice. Yeah. Well, I would say um, a lot of times it's a combination of the two, too, as well. Like, so you not just like choosing different sources, multiple sources, uh, you can watch a YouTube video on it and read a book on it and then go out and have that. So in, in like, in my life, it's most applicable, applicable I think, in the weight room. Uh, you, so you, you do the research, you read about you know what's the best way to the best way to eat, the best you know the best technique, the different uh, styles of lifting for your goals, all that kind of stuff. And then you, know, you you get coached up and you do all these different things. But if you don't actually ever lift the weight, you're not going to get any stronger. Right. <laughs> I just I'm just thinking of a kind of like a self education moment I had. At, um, in college, uh, I played, I played baseball and, and when you pitch, there's this relationship that you have with your catcher, right? Like there's just, uh, and when you have a, when you have a good catcher, a good catcher, not only, um, knows the pitcher's strengths, but for the most part, you know, knows the hitter's strengths as well that you're facing. And, uh, um, so we, I can't remember the team we were playing. Um, but, the catcher and I had a disagreement where like he, he kind of set up, kind of set up like inside on this guy. And then he, he was like their number four hitter, kind of a power hitter. And, and in my mind, I'm like, I'm not going to throw this guy inside. Like, like, yeah, he's, he's going to turn on, he's going to turn on this and hit it. Right. Like, I'm like, no, no, like I got a pretty good fastball. I can locate it on the outside corner. And so I throw one on the outside corner and he hit him. And this guy hit this ball that I don't think has landed yet. <laughs> right. And, uh, um, I remember he, he's walking around the bases and Ryan Halter, if, uh, not Ryan Halter. Um, I know I can't remember his last name. Uh, he came up to me. He's like, probably should have, probably should have thrown that guy inside. Huh? I'm like, yeah, I'll listen to you next time. Right. <laughs> sure. enough, <laughs> Next time. He's still like, yeah, took in the wrong information, did the wrong thing. End result. All right. We didn't next time. Didn't end that way. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, so why is it important to keep improving and growing? Why is self-education important? Because there's no, there's no staying the same. You know what I mean? Like, um, I think in life, in life, there's no, there's no, like, I know we talked about like arriving or there's no, like, I'm right here and I'm going to stay this way. And this is the way I'm going to be if I do nothing from here on. Right. You're either, you're either getting better or getting worse. Right. Cause even in stagnation, you're getting worse. Right. Um, idleness same thing with like idleness so if you aren't purposeful about getting better in the areas of life that um just could improve your overall life you know if we were talking we've talked about vocation a lot on here um it's you're you're getting worse right like um 
and to just be aware of that, right? The fact that, you know, I'm, I'm here, I'm living life. I don't really feel like I need to take in any more information. Well, it's like the things that you, the things that you don't know are harming you, right? And the things that you think, you know, you don't know, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, there is no middle ground when it comes to life. Right. Well, and the circumstances around you continue to change as well. And you, you cannot anticipate all the circumstances that you will eventually face either. Um, so preparing yourself for the future, setting yourself up for success in the future, and um, understanding that things are not always going to stay the same as they are now. So it, it it's not possible that you are perfect in your current situation. <laughs> but even if you were perfect and meeting everything every requirement and you know the best in your current situation five days from now it's going to be a different situation and a year from now it's going to be a vastly different situation like even if all the major players are the same it's still going to be a different situation and so you can't stay the same because if you stay the same everything else is still going to change and you're going to end up in a bad place absolutely and in the and it may just be other people might pass you by, right? Like, and not necessarily that's a bad thing, but, you know, especially if you're like in a business setting or if you're in a team setting and, you, and you're all working towards a common goal, if you aren't, if you aren't working to better yourself, you're kind of holding the team back, right? You're kind of holding the other people back and they got to work overtime to make up for you, right? And so just being, just being a productive member of whatever team you're part of or whatever community you're part of, you getting better is best for everybody, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, quality of life and quality of existence and quality of the life and existence of the people around you is also going to improve. I, you, it, it's incredibly selfish, I think, to sit back and say, yeah, I, I'm good enough, I'm, I like where I'm at, um, <laughs> because you're not, like, think about the people around you. Think about the Im- impact you could have. You know, think about the impact you could have if you did know a little bit more. Like, and, and I think the greater our impact, a lot of times the more happy we are, too. Like, not that's not necessarily true, but... Like a lot of times, the greater our impact is, the more thankful we're going to be for what we have, and the more greater our impact is, the more rewarding our life is going to be. Well, and I think if if people see, if people see you struggling and pe- or like people see you struggling to become better, it passively gives them permission to do the same thing, right? A rising tide raises all ships, right? So, um, you you if you're if you're like actively trying to become better in one way, shape, or form and someone asks you about it or someone sees that you're doing it, that has an impact, right? And you don't even know about it, right? Like they just see you in your pursuit to, to be better, right? Like, um, you know, th- there there's encouragement when, you know, as like fathers, as they lead their household, especially from a spiritual sense, that, you know, when kids just see their dads reading their Bibles, re- like reading their Bibles on their own personal time for their own for their own personal worth, that has an impact on the kids of like, that's an important thing to do. Like I, I look up, I look up to my dad. That's something that he does. I want to be like him. That's something I'm going to do as well. Right. Like, and you may not even know, like you might just be reading your Bible. Don't even realize the kids are looking at you, but you're having an impact. Right. Well, I I don't remember exactly what the numbers are. The numbers might be a little bit off, but it, the statistic is like 18% of, of children whose uh, father is not actively involved in church, end up in church members as adults. And it's like 90 something percent of children whose parents are like, who have both parents actively involved in church. Like their father is actively involved and in actively attends church. It's like, I see 80 or 90% of children in that situation end up uh, members of a, a church as an adult. Like if that doesn't tell you what you need to know about <laughs> spiritual life and spiritual education and spiritual growth, like there's, there's no getting, getting through to you. <laughs> Like that, just your impact is incredible. Absolutely, yeah, and that 
Like I said, as, as far as like characteristics of being a man, like a man of God, a man of faith will be pursuing a better understanding of his faith and pursuing a well, better understanding of those people around him. The humility to understand like your place though, too, <laughs> right. is say, yeah, I, I don't know it all. I can be better. I am, I, I'm, I'm inconveniencing some people in some ways. I cannot serve as well as I could in this manner because I don't know enough. Like there's always something more you could know. Right now I'm watching the West Wing on Netflix, and and that's one of the things that I love about the the character of the president in that in that book is he has just incredible vast knowledge of all kinds of things, and he's also constantly studying. He's constantly studying, and I'm sure most presidents or all presidents do at least that to some extent. Like you have to in order to make educated decisions, but, right? Um, like the idea that that you never know enough, you know. And, and, and the other thing in that, and I'm. Sh- Whatever in the show, they're <laughs> like they're always coming up against a deadline, and they're always like cramming. Like mm-hmm. I need to know at least a little bit more. Like, can we wait a few minutes more so I can get a little bit more educated and we can put a little more thought in it and make the right decision? <laughs> right. Which is hopefully the way our country's always run, but <laughs> you never know. You never know. You don't know what's going on behind the doors. Absolutely. You're not in the room where it happens. No. Yeah. But you are in the room you're in right now. Is the room it's happening in? So understanding your place in that room and striving to make your your impact stronger. Yeah. And that's what we, you know, that's what we kind of hope with this, with this podcast is that we can be there. Um, you know, certainly hope that you find value in this, but maybe you're someone that's maybe not sure where to start or how to go about like getting yourself better. Well, hopefully what we have to bring to the table can help. So are help, we saying, help do that. are we saying the best way to educate yourself is to listen to Charlie and Jay Fry? I mean, it can be one of the ways. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not the only way. It's probably not good for you. Anyway. Have a good one. Gear it up. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. If you like what you're hearing on our podcast, make sure you're sharing it with friends and family, men in your life who you think need to hear our message. You can find us on social media, on Facebook under the Gird Up Podcast, and there's a Gird Up community as well there where you can interact with other men on the journey toward Christian manhood. You can find us on Instagram as girdup underscore like underscore a underscore man. If you'd like to help us bring our message to more men just like you all around the world, you can hit up our Patreon account. Type in www.patreon.com forward slash girdup. And finally, please leave a five-star rating or review on whatever platform you use to listen to our podcast, whether it's iTunes or Spotify. What that does is it helps us get more attention in the podcast world and bring more men to our message. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. Thank you for all the ways you support us and help spread the word. Until next time, go gird up and be the man that God created you to be.